Good morning, my friends. I am Dr. Armen, Professor Armen Astvatsatrian from Merovin, Armenia, and today we will talk about aortic dissection. So, aortic dissection is the surging, surging, surging of blood through a tear in the aortic intima with separation of intima and media and creation of false lumen channel. So, the intimal tear may be a primary event or secondary to hemorrhage with the media. The dissection may occur anywhere along the aorta and extend proximally or distally into other arteries. Hypertension is an important contributor. Symptoms and signs include abrupt onset of tearing chest or back pain and dissection may result in aortic regurgitation and compromised circulation in branch arteries. Diagnosis is by imaging tests, for example, transesophageal electroechocardiography, computer tomography angiography, MRI, contrast angiography. Treatment always involves aggressive blood pressure control and serial imaging to monitor progression of dissection. Surgical repair of the aorta and placement of a synthetic graft are needed for ascending aortic dissection and for certain descending aortic dissections. Endovascular stent grafts are used for certain patients, especially when dissection involves the descending uh, thoracic aorta. One-fifth of patients die before reaching the uh, hospital, and up to one-third die of operative or perioperative complications. Evidence of dissection is found 1-3% to of all autopsies, blacks, men, other people and people with hypertension are especially, especially at high risk. Peak incidence occurs at age 50 to 65 in the general population and the age 20 to 4 for patients with congenital connective tissue disorders, for example, Marfan syndrome, Elhers danlos syndrome. About classification of the aortic dissection. Aortic dissections are classified anatomically. We use uh, the Bakey classification system. So that the Bakey classification system is most widely used. Type 1, 50% of dissections. These dissections start in the ascending aorta and extend at least, uh, at least to the aortic arch and sometimes beyond. Type 2, 35%. These dissections start in and are confined to the ascending aorta proximal to the brachiocephalic or innominate artery. And type 3, 50%, these dissections start in the descending thoracic aorta just beyond the origin of the left subclavian artery and extend distally or less commonly proximally. proximally. Type 3a dissections originate distal to the left subclavian artery and are confined or confined to the thoracic aorta. So they are confined to the thoracic aorta. Okay? Uh, confined, limited to the aortic aorta. 
Type 3B dissections originate distal to the left subclavian artery and extend below the diaphragm. Uh, okay, or we can use system. Stanford system is simpler. Type A, the dissections involve the ascending aorta. Uh, type B, the, these dissections are confined to the descending thoracic aorta distal to the left subclavian artery. Although dissection may originate anywhere along the aorta, it occurs more commonly at areas of great yeast hydraulic, hydraulic, uh, hydraulic stress hydraulic stress, which are the right lateral wall of the descending aorta within the five symmetries of aortic valve, proximal segment of the descending aorta just beyond the origin of the left subclavian artery. A rarely dissection is confined to individual arteries, for example coronary or carotid arteries, typically in pregnant or postpartum, postpartum women. About etiology, aortic dissection often occurs in patients with pre-existing degeneration of the aortic media. Causes and risk factors include tissue disorders, atherosclerotic disease and the injury. Atherosclerotic factors, notably hypertension, contribute in more than two-thirds of patients after rupture of the intima, which is a primary event in some patients, and secondary to hemorrhage. Within the media, in others, blood flows into the media, creating a fourth channel that extends distally or less commonly, uh, proximally along the artery. Pathophysiology of aortic dissection. The pathophysiologic sequence of aortic dissections involves aortic wall inflammation, apoptosis of vascular smooth muscle cells, degeneration of aortic media, elastic elastic disruption, and then a vessel the vessel dissection. Dissections may communicate back with the true aortic lumen through intimal rupture at a distal side, maintaining systemic blood flow. Serious consequences are, serious consequences, uh, are uh, common and include compromise of the blood supply of arteries that branch off the aorta, including coronary arteries, aortic valvular dilation and regurgitation, heart failure, fetal rupture of the aorta through the adventures, to, to, through the adventitia, adventitia, into the pericardium, so adventitia into the, uh, into the pericardium, right atrium, or left pleural space. Acute dissections and those present less than two, two weeks are most likely to cause these complications. Risk decrease at more than two weeks of evidence indicate, indicates thrombosis of the false lumen and loss of communication between the true and false lumina. Uh, variants of dissections are, are through are through to be precursors precursors of classic aortic dissection. Variants of aortic dissections include separation of the intima and media by intramuscular hematoma without a clear intimal tear or flap, intimal tear and, and bulge without hematoma or false lumen, dissection or hematoma caused by ulceration of atherosclerotic plaque.
So there is a very beautiful presentation concern of osmosis concerning aortic dissection, but I will put it just at the end of our uh, this presentation, just at the end of our lecture. Very beautiful presentation, yes, of course. About symptoms and signs of aortic dissection, typically uh, extra uh, excruciating precordial extrusial excruciating excruciating precordial sorry excruciating precordial or interscapular pain often described as tearing of ripping occurs abruptly abruptly the pain frequently migrates from the original location as the dissection is thanks along the aorta up to 20% of patients present with syncope due to severe pain aortic baroreceptor activation, extracranial cerebral artery uh, obstruction or cardiac tamponade. Hypertension and tachycardia could indicate active bleeding. Occasionally, patients present with symptomatic symptoms of malperfusion, stroke, myocardial infarction, inter intestinal infarction, renal insufficiency, paraparesis or paraplegia due to interruption of the blood supply to a particular vascular bed, including the spinal cord, brain, heart, kidneys, intestine or extremities. The interruption of blood supply in blood, the interruption in blood supply is most often due to acute distal artery obstruction by the false lumen. About 20% of patients have partial or complete deficits of major arterial, arterial pulses which may uh, wax and wane. May wax and wane, yes. Okay, limp blood pressures may differ, sometimes more than 30 milligram hydrargum. Uh, this finding suggests a poor prognosis. A murmur of aortic regurgitation is heard about is heard in about 50% of patients, half, with proximal dissection. Peripheral signs of aortic regurgitation may be present. Rarely heart failure result from severe acute aortic regurgitation. Leakage of blood or inflammatory uh, or serious fluid into the left pleural uh, space may lead to signs of pleural effusion. Occlusion, occlusion of a limb artery may cause signs of peripheral ischemia or neuropathy. Renal artery occlusion may cause oliguria or anuria. Anuria. No, oliguria or anuria. Cardiac tamponade may cause pulses paradoxus and jugular, jugular, jugular venous dissection, uh, distension, distension, distension. Because cardiac tamponade may cause pulse paradoxus and jugular venous dis distension. Jugular venous distension, yeah. So only about 20% of patients with aortic dissection have pulse deficits. Oh, diagnosis. Diagnosis of aortic dissection, transesophageal, transesophageal echocardiography, computer tomography, angiography, and, and magnetic resonance angiography we use. Aortic dissection must be considered in any patient with chest pain, thoracic back, uh, back pain, unexplained syncope, unexplained syncope, or unexplained abdominal pain or acute onset heart failure. 
especially when pulses or blood pressures in the lips are unequal. Such patients require a chest X-ray in 60 to 90 percent. The mediastinal shadow is widened, widened, usually with a localized, a localized uh, bulge signifying the site of origin. Left pleural effusion is is common. Patients presenting with acute chest pain, electrocardiography, changes of acute inferior myocardial infarction, and a previously undocumented murmuric murmur of aortic insufficiency are of particular concern for a type 1 aortic dissection into the right coronary artery causing inferior myocardial infarction and the aortic uh, and the aortic valve okay if chest x-ray suggesting dissection so tomography computer uh, transesophageal echocardiography mri is done immediately after the patient is stabilized Findings of the intimal flap and double lumina confirm dissections. Multiple lunar transesophageal, transesophageal echocardiography is 97 to 99% sensitive and with, uh, with M-mode echocardiography is nearly 100 specific. It can be done at the bedside in less than 20 minutes and doesn't require contrast gents. However, Com, uh, computer tomography and geography is typically the first line imaging modality because it's often available more rapidly and widely than transesophageal echocardiography. Then sensitivity of uh, computer tomography and geography exceeds 95% and has a positive predictive value of 100% and a negative predictive value of 86%. MRI has a nearly 100% sensitivity and specificity for aortic dissection, but it's time-consuming and ill-suited for emergencies. It's probably best used for stable patients with subacute or chronic chest pain, chronic chest pain when dissection when dissection is suspected. Contrast, contrast angiography, uh, aortography. Yes, aortography. Is an, option, is an opinion of surgery is being considered. In addition to identifying the origin and extent of dissection, severity of aortic regurgitation, and extent of involvement of the aorta, major branches, aortography helps determine whether simultaneous coronary artery bypass surgery is needed. Echocardiography should also be done to check for aortic regurgitation and thus determine whether the aortic valve should be repaired or replaced concomitantly. Huh? Concomitant. At the same time, concomitantly. Electrocardiography ECG is nearly universe, universally done. However, findings uh, range from normal to markedly abnormal in acute coronary artery occlusion of aortic regurgitation. See, so the test is not diagnostically um, helpful for dissection itself. Assays for soluble, soluble elastin compounds and smooth muscle myosin heavy chain protein and being studied, the data appears promising, but the assays are not routinely available. Serum creatine kinase M uh, MB uh, and troponin levels may help distinguish aortic dissection from myocardial infarction, except when dissection causes myocardial infarction. Routine laboratory tests may detect slight leukocytosis and anemia, anemia if blood has leaked from the aorta. 
okay? If anemia, if blood, and anemia, if blood has leaked from the aorta. Increased lactate dehydrogenase, uh, may be a non-specific sign of celiac or mesenteric arterial trunk involvement. A cardiothoracic surgeon should be consulted early during, during the diagnostic evaluation. The prognosis for aortic dissection, about 20% of patients with aortic dissection die before reaching the hospital. Without treatment, mortality rate is 1 to 3% hour during the first 24 hours, 30% at one week, 80% at two weeks, and 90% at one year. Hospital mortality rate for treated patients is about 30% for proximal dissection and 10% and for distal. For treated patients who survive the acute episode, survival rate is about 60% at 5 years and 40% in 10 years. About one-third of late deaths are due to complications of the dissection and the rest are due to other disorders. So, treatment of aortic dissection, of course, beta blockers and other drugs to control blood pressure, and usually surgery, endovascular or open repair. Patients, patients who do not immediately die of aortic dissection should be admitted to an intensive care unit with intra-arterial blood pressure monitoring and indwelling, yeah, indwelling, urethral catheter to monitor urine, urine output. Okay, indwelling, a constant. Blood, shot, blood should be typed and cross-matched for, for six to six units of packed red blood cells when surgery is likely. Hemodynamically unstable patients should be intubated. So, concerning medical uh, management, drugs to decrease arterial pressure, arterial sh uh, shear stress, ventricular contractility, and, and pain uh, are started immediately to maintain systolic blood pressure less than 110 millimeters hydrargyrum, or the lowest level compatible with adequate cerebral coronary and renal perfusion. So, once again, beta blocker is usually the first line during for blood pressure control. Options include metoprolol uh, intravenous, uh, esmolol, etc. So, uh, alternatives to beta blockers include calcium channel blockers, for example, verapamil, diltiazem. If systolic blood pressure remains more than 110 millimeters hydrargyrum, despite use of beta blockers, neutroproceed in a constant intravenous reperfusion, uh, in a constant intravenous reperfusion can be started or at, uh, with intraprocita, huh? 0.2 to 0.3 microgram kilogram minute and uh, titrated upward often to 200 to 300 microgram minute, microgram, microgram, as a necessary to control blood pressure. Nitroprusid should not be given without beta blocker or calcium channel blockers because reflex sympathetic activation in response to vasodilation can increase ventricular inotropy and aortic shear stress, worsening the dissection. 
So, to manage blood pressure in aortic dissection, do not use a vasodilators, for example, nitroprusid, without beta blocker or calcium channel blocker because the vasodilator causes reflex sympathetic activation, which increase, of course, aortic shear stress. Surgical repair. For the descending aorta, a trial of drug therapy alone is, is inappropriate for an uncomplicated uh, stable dissection confined to the descending aorta, to type B. Endovascular repair is warranted in patients with complications, malperfusion, persistent hypertension and pain, rapidly enlarging aortic diameter, diameter, extension of the dissection and rupture. Surgery is also best for acute distal dissections in patients with Marfan, Marfan syndrome. For the ascending aorta, surgery is virtually always indicated due to the risk of left life-threatening complications and usually involves open repair and replacement. Although endovascular therapy is gaining support to certain, to certain, in, certain in certain circumstances, the extent of repair depends upon the reason for repair and the anatomic nature of the dissection. The goal of surgery is to obliterate entry into the false channel and reconstitute the aorta with a synthetic, synthetic graft. If present, severe aortic regurgitation must be treated by res resuspending the aortic leaflets or replacing the valve. Surgical outcomes are best with early aggressive intervention. Mortality rates ranges from uh, 7 to 36 yes, percent. Predictors of poor outcome include hypertension, renal failure, age more than 70 years, abrupt onset of chest pain, pulse deficit, and testosegmental elevation on ECG. Stand graphs that uh, seal entry to the false lumen and improve patency of the true lumen, balloon fenestration in which an opening is made in the dissection flap that separates the true and false lumina, or both may be less invasive, 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 invasive alternatives for patients with type B dissection if peripheral ischemic uh, complications develop. Uh, currently, there, is, there are no endovascular stent grafts approved for routine use in type A dissections. However, some endovascular devices are available for, comp com for compensionate use in patients with type A dissections who have contraindications to open surgical repair. Uh, complications of surgery include death, stroke due to emboli, paraplegia, so paraplegia due to spinal cord ischemia, renal, fa renal failure, especially, especially if dissection includes renal arteries, and endoleak, leakage of blood, black, blood back into the aneurysm sac. <laughs> the most important late complications include red dissection, formation of the localized aneurysm, aneurysms in the weakened aorta, and the progressive aortic regurgitation. These complications may require surgical or endovascular repair. Long-term management. All patients, including those treated by surgery or endovascular methods, are given long-term antihypertensive drug therapy, usually including beta blockers, calcium channel blockers, and angiotensine converting enzyme, AC inhibitors. Almost any combination of, of antihypertensive is acceptable 
Exceptions are those that act, act mainly by vasodilation, for example, hydrolazine, minoxidil, and beta blockers that have intrinsic sympathomimetic action, for example, acetobutolol, pindolol. Avoidance of strenuous physical activity is often recommended. Computed tomography may be done before discharge and repeated at six months at one year, then every one to two years. After repair of dissection, the aorta should be monitored for the rest of the patient's life. The weakening aorta may develop aneurysmal degeneration above or below the surgical repair or re-dissect. For these reasons, continued surveillance is indicated. So, uh, some words about key points. Uh, aortic dissection may originate anywhere, anywhere along the aorta, but it's most common at the proximal ascending aorta within 5 cm of the aortic valve within or the descending thoracic aorta just beyond the origin of the left subclavian artery. This section requires pre-existing degeneration of the aortic media, for example caused by connective tissue disorders injury, but hypertension is commonly also involved. Patients typically have excru excruciating 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 finally excruciating thearing pericordial severe pain uh, thearing precordial or inter interscapular pain other manifestations depend on whether the aortic root and uh, or branches of the aorta are affected and the presence and location of any rupture heart failure organ ischemia and hemorrhage shock may occur diagnose using transesophageal echocardiography computed to the tomography and geography or magnetic resonance angiography. Immediately give beta blockers and other drugs as needed to control blood pressure. Drug therapy alone is inappropriate for uncomplicated stable dissection confined to, uh, to the descending aorta. Other causes require surgery. So that's enough concerning uh, our lecture uh, after this little conclusion, you will see uh, Osmosis presentation, the best presentation in YouTube concerning aortic dissection. Once again, I want to say you don't forget to make your uh, donates to our channel because without your donation, because without your donates, we cannot exist, actually. So how to make this donations, you can find in description of this video in YouTube. So don't lose uh, Osmosis presentations out just just after this. Huh? See you. An aortic dissection is where part of the tunica intima, which is the endothelial or the innermost layer of a blood vessel, of the aorta is ripped off. What happens is a tear in the tunica intima of the aorta forms, and the high-pressured blood flowing through the aorta begins to tunnel between the tunica intima and the tunica media, separating the two layers. This is widely accepted as an unideal situation. Now, as the high-pressured blood continues to shear more and more of the tunica intima off the tunica media, blood starts to pool between the two layers, increasing the outside diameter of the blood vessel. The area where blood collects between the tunica intima and the media is called a false lumen, and the true lumen is the regular lumen inside the blood vessel.
Since high pressure is the cause of aortic dissection, it's no surprise that the aorta is the prime target for this problem. So what causes aortic dissection? Well, chronic hypertension is the major cause, whether the hypertension is caused by stress or from increased blood plasma volume like in pregnancy. Blood vessel coarctation, which is the narrowing of a blood vessel, also can cause dissection. Aortic dissections most often happen in the first 10 centimeters of the aorta, closest to the heart. In order for an aortic dissection to occur, an underlying condition usually has to exist that weakens the aorta's wall. Connective tissue disorders like Marfan's and Ehlers-Danlos syndrome can also cause a dissection, as well as a decreased blood flow to the vasa vasorum. Aneurysms can be a cause of aortic dissection as well, and incidentally, dissection can also cause aneurysms because, again, the dissection weakens the blood vessel wall. In other words, weak walls can lead to outpouching of the blood vessel or a break in the tunica intima, and both of these weaken the walls further. Aortic dissections cause a whole whackload of other problems too. A lot of complications are related to where the blood in the false lumen flows. The blood could flow back up the aorta to the heart and enter the heart's pericardial space, filling it with blood and causing pericardial tamponade, a really, really bad and potentially fatal situation. The blood flowing through the false lumen could also puncture a hole through the tunica media and tunica externa and bleed into the mediastinum, which would kill you really fast because that's a lot of blood leaving the vascular system quickly. The tunneling blood could also puncture a hole into the tunica intima and return into the true lumen, which isn't great, but hey, all things considered, it could be worse. Yet another possibility is the blood could continue to tunnel between the tunica intima and the tunica media until it reaches another artery that branches off the aorta, like the renal arteries or the subclavian arteries. The blood in the false lumen can put pressure on these branching arteries, decreasing blood flow to the kidneys and arms, causing a whole new mess to deal with. And there you have it. That's how aortic dissections happen.